Do you hear a difference if I talk from here? Or if I talk from here? Or if I talk from here? Or if I talk from here? I didn't really change anything with my mouth position, so what was allowing me to make all of those different sounds? The key is placement, and today we're going to be talking about why you need to use it in order to sound natural in any language, let alone American English pronunciation. Hello guys, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to your daily American English pronunciation show. Wake up American. We're here Monday through Friday, right around 8 a.m. New York, to give you your 5 to 10 minutes of pronunciation practice to make sure that you can sound the most natural when you speak. Because showing up for pronunciation, changing pronunciation, adjusting things takes work, it takes effort, and it takes consistency. And that's why we are here every single day to make sure you have things to practice. I show up for you guys 10 minutes. Maybe the least you can do is show up for yourself for 10 minutes. You know what I mean? To guide you in this process, my name is Jeff. It rhymes with breath. That's one of the four keys for a natural sound in American English pronunciation, including placement, pitch, breath, and trying to weaken your consonant sounds. And placement, well, when I meet a lot of students for the first time, and if they see my videos, when, usually one of the first things they ask me about is placement, or they, they mention placement, or they're excited about placement. And I get it. Placement's really important. I wouldn't say it's the most important. There are times when your placement's going to go high in American English. But in general, I, w I would say breath is probably the most important. But a low placement is going to be one foundational aspect that can really help you achieve a natural sound. So if you don't know what placement means, hello to Emmanuel, thanks for stopping by. If you don't know what placement means, placement, let's just do a quick example. Let's use an E sound. Just make an E sound like in your first language and try to hold that for like three seconds or so. So I'm just like E. Now there's a chance that in your first language it doesn't actually sound quite like that. Maybe it sounds like E. Or like e or e e e or, or things like that. The American English e sound is like e, and the difference between American English and your first language is that American English is projecting it from a lower position. We're not necessarily changing a lot here, although you may find that in your language things get a little tenser around your lips. You can kind of watch your jaw and see if you're like e e e. You know, those are slightly tenser like cheeks and lips than when I do an E, E, E. Okay. So that's the, that's placement in a nutshell, just like sending things down. Okay. And obviously this can completely change the quality of your speech. To practice lowering placement, there are some things you can do. So I'm going to go through the exercises that I do with students and that we've talked about in our videos. In fact, if you look at the video description, for this on YouTube, you'll see I've included a link to our seven day placement challenge. It's seven, like two minute videos. The goal is, hey, every day, can you do a video and just practice with me on the video? Um, th those different exercises. Hello also to Mila. Thanks for checking in. If you guys are here, feel free to say, hey, it's always good to say, hey. Um, so check out that seven day playlist if you're trying to check yourself. But let's just do some of these exercises together. So the very first thing we're going to do, let's do that. E sound. Let's imagine your placement's high. Let's imagine you're doing like an E, E, and we're trying to send that down. So what we can do 
is let's just try to take it down like steps. So like E, 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 E. So a little faster. E, 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 E. And hopefully you can feel that really moving its way down your body. That's what we're going for. In general with students, the sweet spot is not the lowest. The fifth one is usually not the place that's going to make you to sound the most natural. The fifth one is usually a spot that's going to make you sound strained, like, ooh, ooh, like I'm talking like this. It's artificially low. It should not be a strain or cause physical pain to lower your placement. I'm okay if it feels weird. That's fine. We're doing something new. But it should not cause physical pain. If you feel like the lower placement is causing you to lose breath, that could be a sign that your placement is too far down as well. If you're like, e, 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 it's really tight. The air should always be able to move. If you practice breathing exercises, then what you're going to notice as well, is you, as you're engaging your diaphragm, air should be able to move smoothly through this. Placement should not be blocking your breath. Another thing I see students talk about a lot too is they feel like they're running out of breath. I don't, or the, another thing they say is that they feel like they're getting quiet or like they're losing their volume. The biggest thing I would encourage you to do is to record yourself to see if that's actually true because your impression may not actually be what your listener experiences. Because I'll be honest, with most students, I haven't encountered a student that was losing volume just because they were going lower. I personally haven't encountered that. I've heard students say that, but then we do the exercises and it's like, I don't personally hear that. Um, learning to project from your diaphragm. If you look at singers, if you look at people who are using their voice for their work in multiple languages, this is not just English, uh, you know, the, using the diaphragm is, is such a key component of speech. Um, so that is just kind of something I would be paying attention to. I don't think just because you're using a low placement, that's going to be restricting your airflow or causing your volume to decrease. Now it's going to lower the pitch. And if you're, you know, if I'm used to talking up here and then suddenly I'm talking down here, you know, that that's a pretty big shift, you know, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're losing your volume. Just a note. Um, I, I do see a couple questions. So we have questions. Emmanuel asking, can I do the ooh sound? Sure. Okay, so we're going to do the ooh sound, take it, just taking steps. So again, like ooh, 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 ooh. So again, I don't want to use the last one, but I might maybe like usually for students right around the third or the fourth one. That tends to be the sweet spot. Hello to Richard. Richard says, I want to do our books on American English placement or placement in general. Well, we're working on it. <laughs> I'm in talks with publishers, although the talks haven't quite gone the way I want. So what's going to most likely be happening in the next few months? Um, we are working on a textbook um, that's not going to go hardcore into individual sounds necessarily. It's really going to be talking about the four concepts like placement, pitch, breath, and things like that. Um, you can actually check out the video version is completely free on the channel. Um, so if you want to get an idea of what sorts of exercises will be there, there are a couple of little things I'm adding that won't be in the video, but, um, the video will walk you through what's going to appear in the, the book. Um, but in general, yeah, placement doesn't get a whole lot of mention. Um, if it's mentioned, it's maybe for like a chapter and then it's just kind of like forgotten. Um, but yes, let me know guys. Um, yes, I'm excited as well.
it's all done. I just have to like format it and things. Um, so if, if you're a person that feels like you're losing breath or you feel like you're losing your volume, let me know so we can kind of talk about it. But again, it could be that you're just sending things down a little bit too low. So that's the first thing. Just don't, you don't have to send it horribly low. If you're finding the steps to be difficult, another way you can do placement too is just dragging. So if I again do the E sounds like E. Again, I'm not going to use those very last ones, but somewhere towards the end is probably where I want to be. And then let's do that again and try to repeat the sounds like E. Like for me, that is a spot that's not uncomfortable. It's lower. I can feel my diaphragm. Like if you put your hand on your chest, you should really feel a lot of resonance and warmth. American English likes this for male speakers and female speakers. Okay. This is true for individual sounds. This is true for words. Like if I use a word like deep. So again, deep, 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 deep. Okay, so again, usually again, right around that four spot would probably be good for me. It's like deep, deep, deep. This is also true for sentences. So for instance, if I say um, the sentence like, it's nice outside. 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 So again, that is an example of lowering the placement. Those are just quick exercises you can do to practice lowering it. What I would also say, what tends to happen when we do the sentences is there are moments where people's placements tend to jump up. It's like, it's nice outside. It's nice outside. It's nice outside. It's nice. Like a lot of students are doing things like that where there are these moments where the placement goes really high. You could hear it where I was saying nice all those times. So the goal is to see if you can go across the entire sentence at the same placement. Kind of like how I'm talking right now. Every single word I'm saying right now is at the same placement. You can hear the pitch dropping a little bit, but the general placement is staying the same. And that is our goal with placement. I would also say that you want to try to identify a sound that you are able to consistently produce at a low placement. Maybe it's the E sound for you. Maybe it's the ah sound for you. Maybe it's the eh sound for you. Whatever the sound is, just trying to use that as our model because then when you're learning a new sound, you can kind of catch yourself. You can use it as a way to benchmark and track to make sure you're not shifting. So for instance, if I feel confident in my E sound, but I'm not confident in my ooh sound. I can try to transition from an e to an ooh and see what happens. I'm going to go real slow. I'm going to not pause because I want the air to keep going. And I'm going slow because I want to catch the exact moment where things shift. So like, ooh. oh, wow, did you hear that? Ooh. Oh, wow. And that coincided with my lips kind of rounding and tightening a little bit. It's like, you can see that movement there okay a lot of times when you see a placement when you hear your placement shift there's a chance that you're gonna if you watch yourself in the mirror you're gonna see some movement in your lips or your jaw so let's try to flatten that out let's try to keep the same placement it's like do you hear that time i didn't get that shift anymore Okay. This can also happen, for instance, you want to be careful. If you have a word 
that ends on a consonant or starts with a consonant like a P or a B or an L or an N. These are consonant sounds that very often want to change your placement. So be careful. Like if I'm saying a word like pain, it's like pain. Do you hear how it just jumped up on the N? Pain. I don't want that to happen. I want my placement to stay down. It's like pain, pain, pain. Do you hear I'm staying at a much more consistent level now? Okay. So catch yourself. Be careful with consonant sounds. Consonants have low placements in addition to vowel sounds. It's not just vowels. Okay. So for instance, what sound does the letter M make? A lot of students tell me an M makes an M sound. Well, that's really high. Can we lower the placement on that? So instead of saying, mm, can we do more? Mm, mm. Do you hear that difference? Mm, mm. It's a lower placement. Okay. Um, or another common one. A lot. Maybe in your language, people say, okay, okay. But maybe they may do something like, okay, okay. Or like, okay, okay. American English is, okay, okay. K K K. It's not K K K or K K K. It's K K K. Okay. Keep your placement consistently down. So those are again just some quick things to be considering for placement. If you're like, man, I don't know if I'm doing placement right. I don't know if I'm losing my volume. People can't hear me. I don't know if I'm too low. I feel like I'm not getting enough breath through. One of the disadvantages of these streams is I can't hear you. So I don't know if you're doing it right. So if you're interested in finding out if you actually are doing placement correct, one of the easiest ways to check yourself is to join our pronunciation group on Telegram. You can see the link there, fluentamerican.com slash Telegram. In our Telegram group, every single day, I post a challenge. That's what it looks like. You can see people's audio files on the left. It's those white with those blue triangles. Those are people's files. They send audio files, and then I respond to them. That's what the green is. So I listen, and I give you feedback. I tell you, oh, your placement's high. Oh, we need to lower the front of your tongue. Oh, we need to use a dark L. Oh, let's try to add our diaphragm a little bit more. Let's add more pitch contrast. So if you're trying to make sure if you're using placement correctly or not, or in a way that sounds most natural, that's what the Telegram group is for. It would be great to work with you there every single day, Monday through Friday. Spend five minutes with me. Just send an audio files and things. It'll be great. All right, guys, I do have to head out. But thank you so much for your time. Look, there's a million pronunciation resources out there. So the fact that you spent some time with me today is greatly, greatly appreciated. Once more, my name is Jeff. It rhymes with breath. It's one of the four keys to a natural sound in American English pronunciation. I will see you all later. You have a good day. Have a good night. Have a good afternoon.